officially made it it's been a long time coming but we are here and ready to start this crazy episode welcome everyone to the one-year episode of the third life crisis podcast if you didn't know we are three friends talking about all sorts of topics and surviving this journey from our 20s to our third life crisis happy birthday as it has been for the past year my name is john michael and i'm joined with my partners in crime cassie and austin hey Hey, so today is Tuesday, February 12th. This episode is being released on Monday, February 18th, which is two days before our first podcast was ever released last year in 2018. So uh, what 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 a ride. How are you guys feeling about this uh, this journey we've been on the past year? It doesn't feel like a year. I'll just say that. I would say I would say it feels like six months, maybe. Yeah, it went by pretty fast. We kind of we, we we all went through some some big, I guess, changes here, you know, entering our third life crisis that we're all saying that we're in. But just a quick recap of things that we've shared on the podcast, the things that we've been through this past year, Cassie and Austin and myself, we had bachelor bachelorette parties for all three of us. Uh, Cassie and Austin at the beginning of last year, me towards the end, uh, there was weddings. We all got married. Cassie and Austin in March, me and Jessica at the end of the year. Uh, we traveled a lot. Uh, me and Jessica went to Florida three times last year. Uh, Denver for Austin and I, we were out there for my bachelor party and then Cassie and Austin went to China, Boston. They were in Miami for their wedding. So it was a, it was a year of traveling for us, for everybody. Uh, we also, uh, lost some loved ones. Austin and I, uh, lost, uh, one of our grandparents each. So, you know, that's just part of what we think that's part of, you know, going through this, what do you call it? Segment in life. Yeah. Once you hit your thirties. People you grew up with that were young back then, or at least not as old, are now 30 years older. <laughs> yeah, they're getting up there. Yeah. So hopefully you didn't have to relate to any of that this past year, but we think it's normal in this stage of life. Mm-hmm. Um, work promotions were there for Austin. Uh, Cassie and Austin purchased a home, their very first home. And I said this earlier, but two out of three of us right here uh, turned 30. Cassie was more recently, uh, about two weeks ago now. Austin, last year, November, and I'll be hitting my 30th this year in May. So a lot of things happened this past year. We were able to share a lot of that throughout the year on the podcast. So if you want to hear more specifics on those things, go back and listen to one of the 30-something episodes that we're on by now. You know, and just thinking about that too, I guess, I was uh, I started listening to the podcast from the beginning again just to see how far we've come. I don't know if you guys have done that or have time to do that, but... uh it, it was rough in the beginning as far as, you know, what we talked about, how we sounded, things like that. Yeah, I'm sure it did. I have not gone back to listen to what we sound like. I'm sure it was pretty rough. Um, I think it took us a little while to find our groove. You know, you don't want to copy other podcasts or, you know, steal like segments. So it took us a little while to kind of come up with our own thing. Um, but I think... All in all, it's an okay podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I definitely, we've definitely improved since last year. At least from the Uh, first episode. (laughs) Yeah, it it was us coming together. It was us, John and I, thinking of starting a podcast. John really pushing for it, actually having the mic and 
Cassie and I being down there in San Antonio and John and I just going to Best Buy and me purchasing the mics for Cassie and I, which were like 40 bucks. So we're like, uh, let's just buy it. Us coming back to my parents' house, getting everything set up and recording our first episode. That first episode, you know, when I, like I said, I, I listened back to it. That very first episode was the worst one, in my opinion, as far as oh. quality because... No, no, as far as quality in sounding, just because we were in the same room with three mics. The echo was horrible. Yeah, the echo. I mean... Obviously, there's ways around that, but we were, we just threw everything together. We just kind of went went for it. So that was probably the longest longest time I've spent editing, which was the first time, obviously, because I was trying to just mess with it and you know in a way that'll at least make it presentable. But listening back to it, it's like it's what I thought how good it was. It's nowhere near, obviously. <laughs> but it just took some time to find our own, and we're still finding our own identity. Um, as a yeah, podcast, because you know, early on we we're, we were just pulling from other podcasts or shows that we've listened to and watch, so we've, I think we've come a long way, and nowhere near close to where we want to be. But I do see improvement from the first episode. I think it was the reason I haven't gone back to listen. I don't like to kind of listen to the older episodes. It's because of the sound of my voice. Like I know everybody says that, like the sound of your own voice sounds weird to you but mine it was like i i couldn't listen like the first few episodes <laughs> i would hear y'all talk and everything y'all said was interesting and great but then as soon as i was talking on the podcast i was like omg just put me out of my misery kind of thing what's let me ask y'all is, this go, okay. ahead, go ahead well i was gonna say real quick what's funny is when i when we first started and we had like the first two or three out I don't know if I was embarrassed, but I was kind of shy about it. Like, I didn't want to tell anybody or anything because I don't know how, you know, we sounded or how I sounded or pe- how people would think we sounded collectively or what we had to talk about. Not great. Now it's just I'm like, just well, now I feel like I don't, I mean, the, the content could have not got any better, but now it's kind of like we're out there. You know, um, I'm have... still embarrassed to tell anyone we have this podcast. Like, I'll have friends text me like, oh, my God, I didn't know you had a podcast. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, who told you? And then, like, my sister during Christmas, she went and told. I don't have, like, a huge family, right? But she told um, my aunt and uncle about our podcast. And you should have just saw my face. I was like, oh, why would you tell anyone that? But, again, it's out of the bag. It's done. Um it's yeah i haven't told people at work so the people i work with don't know but if you I find it hello. <laughs> um funny thing you brought that up Cass. obviously you know we were we don't go out promoting it outside i don't anyway other than the social media stuff that we retweet and post and share and things like that but uh austin over here at my wedding told over 200 people oh, he announced it to everybody so in his best man speech <laughs> yes i included it in my best man speech i told and him not to john i tried <laughs> no i didn't care i thought it was funny i mean i wasn't embarrassed about it. i was like oh he really he really brought it up he really <laughs> snuck it in there mm-hmm. um and then the other day actually i didn't know did i see it i don't know if i saw it or not but jessica told me about a snap that her sister sent uh, at her parents' house, and it was her dad 
listening to the intro of the podcast. Why? And I was like, Why? What the hell? I'm so sorry. And I guess he asked now. about it. I'm just kidding. He, uh, he asked about it. <laughs> and and she, I guess he listened. I don't know which one he listened to. I don't know if it was a good one, a bad one. If we sounded, if I, if I sounded like a jackass, I don't know. Probably. There you go. I got us another listener. <laughs> Y'all are welcome. Goodness. What were you gonna say, Austin? Before I brought that up, do you remember? I was gonna say, going back now that it's been a year, what misconceptions did you have about starting a podcast? Like, what did you think was gonna be easy and then turn out to be hard? What did you think was gonna be the most difficult part? Where now it's like, oh, that wasn't even difficult at all so going in i knew i wasn't or i mean no offense but we aren't exciting people so going in (laughs) i thought this was going to be like the most boring podcast anyone can listen to i was like nobody's going to listen to this right at least not regularly um still same opinion so that hasn't changed um i think it's just (laughs) a little bit better because we found our groove ish how stella got her groove kind of thing you know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay so what i thought was going to be difficult was the setup so you me cassie you know making sure our three computers had the right software the mic syncing up properly i thought just the setup before we even started talking before we even like pressed record was going to be difficult but it's really not that difficult it's a lot of plug and play features you know things that we were able to use as far as online software things like that so that that surprisingly was easy <clears throat> The tedious part for me was the editing. Uh, you know, we've gotten better with it with the schedule that we've made. You know, off podcast, and it's easier for me, obviously, to to work it in. But you know, a weekly podcast, the the the, the editing when I wasn't on a in a timely manner doing it, it would be it'd be kind of tough. Like it'd be the day before, and I'd just be editing it, and I'd send it to you, you know, Sunday night, and you'd have to listen to it and do the the timestamps for Monday morning release, and then I take my mm-hmm. laptop to work to you know post it. Mm-hmm. So that part is still, you know, it's not, I enjoy it. It's just tedious. I think for me is like, I know it's not a lot, but like the money that we put in because we have to pay for subscriptions and services. I didn't realize it was going to be, again, it's not a whole lot, but I was just like, oh, that's a thing. And then something else would come up. Oh, that's another thing. Does that make sense? Well, and to be fair, it's not like we didn't have to pay for stuff like we could have just used headphones that we had, the mic on our computer. We don't have to have a website. You know, we don't have to. We didn't have to upgrade our hosting site, you know, two weeks ago. Right, right. So you yeah, can I, I, do John. a lot of this stuff for free or as free as can be, but the quality will suffer. And I think early on, John and I kind of had the same mindset of like, we wanted the quality to be good and not sound like it was just three 30 year olds going through a third life crisis doing a random podcast but have some semblance of professionalism in this podcast Meh. on that topic of um third life crisis austin just said it if we weren't spending money on this i mean first of all austin said this on the very first the very first podcast he said this could be our third life crisis this is the way we're handling going into our third life of our lives i guess or however you want to say it Right. So this money that we're spending towards this again, which isn't a lot, could if we weren't doing this, would be one of other things probably, maybe un- other unproductive things. Right. Right. It doesn't rival anything else we spend money on, like going out to eat and stuff like that. Yeah. Or video games or board right. games or dinner. Right. Yeah, right. Dinner. 
So I feel like that's all you, babes. I don't have that. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I don't have flaws or spend money. I'm just kidding. I mean, so what else? I mean, any, any other look backs? Any other, uh, I mean, just topics in general about the last year you want to talk about, bring up? Uh, we've, well, I guess we'll get into stats a little bit later as far as, you know, where we're at, uh, downloads, things like that. It's actually a bigger number than what we all thought. So we'll share that with you guys in a little bit. But uh, what else do you guys want to mention here? I can't believe the grasshopper mouse lost. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, you, you I, can't, <laughs> I can't believe uh, no, no, no. M- Movie Pass went under. <laughs> oh we were, yeah, we were all about that Movie Pass for a while there. <laughs> we're we're banking on that. Uh, <laughs> that sponsorship. That pass, yeah, to give us a sponsor. <laughs> we were hoping Not, to God they would come through, and they couldn't even hold themselves afloat. Not once did they tweet at us or retweet or comment or like something we posted. All those beers we tried did, though. Yeah, we did. Tr- that's a, I All guess that's another thing to look back on. We did try a lot of different beers. I we, feel like... Uh, Go ahead. No, I was going to say we tried a lot of different beers. We got Cassie involved in a little bit. We're going to actually do that in a little in a little while also. I feel like we kind of went hard on John in the beginning. We are like scared of clowns kind of thing. Like we really were pushing that those first couple of episodes. <laughs> Like fears, you know what I mean? Yeah, and that 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 came in a that came into play too more towards uh, Halloween, I guess, or towards the the scary time of the year. But yeah, we did talk right. about that a lot. I feel like you in know another thing different that ways. I thought was going to be difficult was coming up with topics every week. Oh, it still is. So, and I know I know you say that, and I know I feel the same way too. But I feel, or at least I know now, I can come to to the podcast with nothing and it still flows we still have one random idea that ends up taking the 20 30 minutes because we actually find out we have something to say and i think that comes into play that we're in our 30s and so we have experienced some of these things or have an opinion on some of these things and so when it comes to hey what do you feel about this random thing i saw on this news uh news report we do have something to say I think I never, I didn't realize how, like, I was always in to record with y'all. Like, of course, that's not a big deal, right? You just have to talk. But I never, I never pictured it really reaching me at a personal level. Like, okay, now you need to use your Facebook page and your Instagram and your Twitter to try to get people on board. So I feel like I gave up my platforms not gave up but are using my platforms to promote this and I still like don't have I don't like to post pictures I mean I'll post them on my personal accounts but like pictures of of my face and stuff like that on our um, third life crisis social media because I don't want some randos looking at me I don't know I thought I didn't realize that going in, I guess. And it's still kind of a thing now. Does that make sense? But we all, we've all, we did it a few months ago where we Googled ourselves. Oh, yeah, that was scary. Don't do it. <laughs> it's, it's very easy to find pictures of all of us. Our social media sites individually, our names. We're all, are... Yes, we're all linked. But Cassie was very, she had a lot of pictures up. Oh, God, it's so scary. And on random websites, too. Yeah, there was this one site. It was a site that collected all her information from like everything instagram twitter facebook it was like just all on one site it was like my own web page it was really scary like someone 
I don't want to say someone made it, but someone took the time to make an algorithm to collect that. Correct. <laughs> right, right. But it'd be creepier if someone actually went and handpicked that stuff. I don't know. I right. just didn't picture myself as the third life crisis. Like, I thought it was just going to be us talking about topics. And um, for the majority of our podcasts, we're talking about ourselves, so things that we've experienced. And again, I didn't see it going on that personal level. I didn't, I didn't see that going in. I didn't either, to be honest with you. I thought it'd be more topical, but it's cool to talk about our own experiences too, I think. Especially like, you know, when you guys got married and when Jess and I were going through the wedding planning process and when me and Austin lost our grandparents. Uh, I mean, just, I think that's cool as far as what we're going through personally. Others can maybe relate or maybe have gone through that around this age. I agree. I, you always hear like people who wish they would uh talk to their grandparents more, or talk to their parents more, would have asked certain questions and stuff like that. A small part of me thinks of when we have kids and they can be they can listen to this and hear this snapshot of 2018-2019 when they're living in 2050 or something, you know? Yeah, well that's why I do the yearbooks every year so they can have actually something to look back on even though look they're not back in at it. even though they're not actually back at it. Even though they're not actually in the the yearbooks or the photo albums. One thing that I am, I guess, not concerned or nervous because those are kind of strong words, but it's on my mind for the future of this podcast, at least for the next, you know, couple months to, you know, year, whatever, is not maybe running out of topics. And not to say we are because I feel like there's a bunch of topics that we can always cover. We have a, li- a running list from last year that we have a bunch of stuff that obviously still there but like when it comes to halloween again you know what are we going to do then we we kind of we we got creative around the topics around then you know scary movies fears things like that i know are we going to talk about that again that's just something that i think about sometimes i think so because we come back around to say again we'll use your example halloween we'll have new experiences by then to where um Maybe I saw a movie or a TV show or Dateline and now, you know, something's on my mind. Or maybe I've had experienced something and now that's on my mind and I'm afraid of that. Or a new scary movie comes out or yeah. we actually we actually uh, do a – what were we going to do with American Horror Story? <laughs> like we do that or something. Oh, yeah. We're going to – yeah, we plan to review it maybe next year. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I think there's still stuff and – I mean, we don't know. I mean, maybe um, maybe this year, for some reason, I mean, we get, like, really into Day of the Dead or something. I don't know. That, that's why I'm not worried. Like like I said, I'm not worried or nervous because I feel like those are too strong of a word. But it's just on my mind. Like, what what if or what happens when we get to that time of the year? Or what happens when we, you know, overlap a topic that we've talked about already before, which I'm sure we might have done already. I have no idea. Right. Yeah. I think going through the journey, because we started right at the beginning of our third life crisis, um, I think that's going to be helpful because we're not like looking back like, oh, did you experience this, this, this in your 30s? I agree with Cassie. I think it's a it benefits us that we are starting this third life crisis going into our 30s now. So as we experience these things that happen in your thirties, it's all going to be fresh to us. So we will want to talk about it because it's all going to be a new experience for us. I I think that's the way it is with life anyways. I mean, 
the way the Christmas I have when I'm 31 is going to be different different than when I was 28, when I was 25, when I was 21. It's going to be the same thing. It, it'll be the same holiday topic, but I'll be I'll be older and it'll just have a different I'll view it through a different lens. So I think we'll always have something to bring to that. Yeah. All right. Okay, so uh, getting away from the one year look back and just our thoughts on it, we're going to move on to some old, oldie but goodie segments here. Uh, we're going to start with... Let's start with J. Mike's Gripes. Yikes! All right, so I haven't had a gripe in a in a while here. Let me go to my page of gripes I have saved. Ah, of course. You've had a ton of gripes, just non- none recorded lately. <laughs> well, what would you say is a gripe? The, the one that <laughs> continues to remain the same. Waking up in the morning. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was the first unofficial gripe. And, yeah, I I don't like mornings. No, no, no. But this gripe, this gripe is actually something I, when when I noticed it a few months ago, I realized how much it, actually, I noticed it when we were in Disney World uh, for New Year's Eve. Mm -hmm. And then I realized how many other times I've seen it and how annoying it is. And that is. Lay it on us. When somebody takes a video or a photo at a concert or something with the flash on at nighttime. In a crowd oh, of people. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we're at Disney World. We're a good distance back from the castle. Fireworks going off. You know, you want to record it. Okay, cool. The lady right next to me or in front of me or behind me, I don't even know where she was, but it was annoying, has the flash on while taking a video. That flash is not going to do anything from as far as we are from that damn castle. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When we go to, when me and Jess go to a concert, that flash is not going to do anything to the stage, which is already lit up from us, you know, where we're standing. Right, right. It's distracting. It's it's dumb. If you do it, stop it. <laughs> I mean, it's just I don't understand it. There's a setting to turn it off. If you if you say you can't turn it off, you're lying. There's a setting to turn it off. <laughs> yeah, it's like holding a flashlight. You know, your light to somebody on your phone. Exactly, exactly. It's bright. You can't see it because you're on the other side. But everyone that's in front of you hates you. Hates you. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> so. uh I'm just, uh, we'll leave it at that. There's not too much to gripe about as far as, uh, it's pretty straightforward, you know. Just stop doing it if you're doing it. Now, <laughs> if you're maybe shit. like in a dark room <laughs> and it's just you and another person and you're taking a picture, okay. I don't know. I, I don't even know what to say about it anymore, dude. No, like, use night sight. That's why you need that night sight. That Google night sight. I mean, yeah. <laughs> anyway, that was that was a short, sweet gripe. We'll keep, we'll keep it short and sweet here. I mean, just... Just stop it. If you're doing it, just stop it. Goodness. Um, <laughs> so moving on here. Uh, we'll go into... Cassie's ch-ch-ch-challenge. So the challenge from last week was to create a profile for your dog or a meme based on a human. So dressing up your dog and then giving them like a quick little background story does that make sense or yeah. characters yes. characteristics yes 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 so we all we all went ahead and did that obviously and we're all going to view them right now we're going to send okay. we're going to send gonna, them to each other in hangouts okay i'm going to send mine okay and we'll post these yes so you should be seeing these right now <laughs> okay so cassie sent a picture of her yorkie with a beanie on He's my Jay- beanie with austin's beanie JD, 27, lives with two roommates, but parents pay his rent. <laughs> Talks about his vape every chance he gets. 
thinks about dropping out of school to start a band, understands the meaning of life. <laughs> and That's great. our dog is looking off camera. <laughs> oh, he's looking to the side with the beanie. Contemplating life. <laughs> That's funny, dude. All right, here's mine. It was hard to get him to take that picture. Wh- whoever wants to read that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it is, it says, Charles. <laughs> Got in a car accident two weeks ago. Call Jim Adler, the hammer. He's really okay, though. And his dog is... His dog has, like, a bandage around him? Yeah, he's wrapped in a bandage from a surgery. (laughs) (laughs) Aww. He's so cute. All right. Let me send you mine. (laughs) Cassie should read this one. Okay. Vinny, 36, runway model, wine connoisseur can find me in the south of france year round sonabella ciao bella ciao bella Bella. (laughs) (laughs) it's a picture of my chihuahua with a scarf on he looks like i can't i can't describe it he has a little how did you get him to stand still for that dude oh he you can dress him he'll be fine my dog doesn't mind getting dressed up he gets excited when you want to put on a jacket on him or a sweater. He's fine. He, he's even fine when I put on his Santa hat. Vinny will stay if I tell him to stay. Char- Charles Charger would do that. <laughs> Charger does that. I tried to put in a hat on Bailey and just messing around with her, but she's she wasn't having it, which you is my German I, Shepherd. You could tell I was holding the hat in place because he was like, so excited and just he was look i think he was looking at Vinny, so Vinny was going to come towards him like what are you wearing right right it's funny all right so <clears throat> cassie as the uh challenger or, or you know setting the challenges who's your favorite mm, or do we all just one. get a point so we we all get a point i don't know who the favorite would be because they're all pretty funny how the people vote Charger's oh, so that. cute. He's like looking off to the side. But it's Ooh. funny because he has the bandage on. Oh, Charger? Charles. Charles. <laughs> John's like, I don't have a Charger. It's Charles. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So we'll do that. Let's do that. We'll post it. You guys vote for your f- the favorite one. I wish I could have gotten a picture without my hand in there, you know? But he's John so can crazy. Edit it post. No, he can't. <laughs> he's just so excited and so crazy. He just has to, like, keep going. And he. I had to like take the picture with the shutter on. It was it was very difficult. The shutter on with your Google Pixel? Yeah. And like I took mine today. I know y'all two did not take those photos today this week. No comment. You didn't say you wanted to take it today. No, I'm just saying y'all had these all nice and stored. The other picture I was gonna use is when we had a poncho on them. <laughs> so I didn't add that. Alright. Well Cassie's challenge accomplished. All right, so going on to another oldie but goodie segment here, we're going to move on to our beer tasting. Now, me and Austin used to do this a lot in the early podcast episodes, so if you want to see what kind of beers we're drinking, you can go to the descriptions of each podcast, and it's on there. We talked about it, gave our thoughts, you know, some we didn't like. It's an oldie but goodie. It is drink. Drink. Junk. In this segment that we used to do which we haven't done in a while actually according to this these dates we have on here we're going to taste this beer that we have austin chose or i'm sorry i chose the beer 
there's eight categories. We're going to score it on a scale from one to ten, and at the end, we're going to see where it lands for each of us. So the ver the very first uh, category here is can design and appearance. We are currently drinking Odell Brewing Company Indian Pale L IPA. On the front of it is a picture of a a guy riding an elephant. Does he have sandals on? I'm going to say he's an Asian elephant. Austin, can you confirm this? I can confirm this. But I actually will deny this. Why? <laughs> well, because it's India Pale Ale, so I'm going to say he's an Indian elephant. God dang it. <laughs> All right. I didn't know. I, I mean, okay, I guess there's elephants in there too. Okay. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Those are those are two places. India and Africa. And Asia. And Jews. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, it tastes. Oh, it tastes bad. This is the worst beer I've ever had. <laughs> We're not there yet, Cass. We're not there yet. <laughs> Why are you drinking it right now? Y'all have been drinking it the whole episode. Cassie takes one sip and it's like, "Why are you drinking it now?" <laughs> Don't break the fourth wall. <laughs> okay, so it's a it's a blue and brown colored can. Colors are cool. Elephant's pretty badass looking. It looks angry. The guy riding call, the elephant is a cool concept, I think. You call that brown? That's like an orange, no? Did I say brown? I meant to say orange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's orange. It's like a like almost a burnt orange. And is that like a hat or what is he what is he waving around? I was there? trying to determine what that was. I have no idea what that is. We can call it a hat. It is he it's like bull riding. He's riding the elephant. Yeah. Like we get that, but what is he waving around? A hat. Okay. You know cowboys wave their hat. Oh, no, yeah, I get it. I'm just saying. In the description, it even says, ready to buck convention. Yeah, yeah, read the description, Austin. Okay. Ready to buck convention? We took the traditional IPA and made it bolder and more flavorful, American style. Highly aromatic and whole flower American hops create a balanced bitterness profile and a bright citrus hop character. Brewed in Fort Collins, Colorado. Hmm. Okay, so we'll... Stop right there. As far as can design, I'm going to give this... I really like it. I'm going to give it a, an 8 out of 10. Can design. I don't know about an 8. Maybe like a 6 or a 7. Let's go 7. I'm feeling generous today. Okay. I'm going to go 8. Okay. It's a, it's a cool design. Him riding the elephant. And I really like the colors for some reason. Yeah. Blue and orange. Yeah. Uh, the next topic here is smell. Now, this is an IPA. Uh, the description does say that it's highly aromatic and has whole f uh, highly ar aromatic and whole flower American hops. It smells like beer to me. I mean, it's it smells good. Okay, you would say it smells good. Mm-hmm. It doesn't smell like a Bud Light or like a you know a Dos Equis. No, I mean no, it does not smell like that. I don't think that. Is what I was comparing it to, though. I mean, to me, it smells like any other IPA, personally. It smells like there's something in it, like um, I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna. I'm not too Citrus? crazy on the smell. I'm gonna just give it a five, just to be balanced. I'll give it a seven. I'm also gonna give it a seven. I think it smells good, but there's like a after smell with it. Mm-hmm. That kind of lingers on your nostrils, and I'm not a not a fan of that after smell but the initial smell like cassie said the aromatic the aroma the almost floral is mm -hmm. good but there's an after smell that kind of just like stings at the end 
Um, so seven. The next uh, the next uh, category here is taste. So we'll let Cassie go first on this one. It tastes like beer. Is it, is it bitter, Cass? Do you think it's really bitter? Yes, it's strong. And it doesn't look thick, but it feels like it, it like has a thick taste to it. And it hits you right away when you put it in your mouth. I'm going to give it a four, a five. five. A five? Yeah. Okay. Um, and it lingers in the mouth. This is not the best tasting IPA I've had. I like... And that's just on a personal preference. I like my IPAs, uh, you know, bitter. I don't taste. There's other bitter. There's more bitter IPAs that we've had on the podcast. So just because it's not as bitter, I think I'm going to probably rate it a little lower than I would normally. It's still good. Smooth. Tastes like an IPA. Uh, I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a, a six. I think this beer is shaping out to be kind of a above average, but still kind of middle of the road for me. So the taste, I think it's a normal tasting IPA. It's in no way bad. Well, what I would consider bad, where it's like chalky. Um, and we have had I some have, bad. We have had some bad ones. Right, and I have had better tasting beers. So I'm gonna give it a seven because I still think I don't feel it. I know I shouldn't have said middle of the road. I think it's more than middle of the road. So I'm gonna give it a seven. All right. Moving on to the next topic or the next uh, category, it's slogan. I don't see a slogan on this thing. Do you guys? Mm-mm. I don't see one either. So I mean, I'm gonna have to give it a zero. Not not just because it's not there. Just I, I don't see nothing there, and I kind of wish it had one, especially with the badass elephant on the front of it. You know, something right. about bucking maybe. I don't know. Roll tide. I don't know. Something. Yeah. There's been other cans that we've graded. I think it might have been Axis. And yeah. it didn't have a slogan, and I kind of like that. <laughs> yeah, you gave it a seven. <laughs> but that's because it looked badass, like, you know, the the deer. Okay, There was no slogan. It. How can you give it points if there's nothing there? Just like you gave this one a zero. Hey, hey, Cass, you can give your own points to whatever you'd like to give it to. No, that, that just means John's you like beer. That just means you like that beer no matter what. No matter if it didn't have a slogan. <laughs> I'm still going to give it seven points. Moving on. Moving on. So there's no slogan. Moving on to the next top, uh, next category. It's a fun category. It's chugability. Now, if you're in a <laughs> scenario where you had to chug this beer either to save someone's life or to win flip cup or something, could you chug this beer on a scale from one to ten, Cassie? No. On a scale from one to ten, you couldn't do it. No. I don't. I can't remember if it's worse than the. Axis beer. I will tell you right now, Axis tastes better. So to you, it probably tastes worse, is my guess. So three then. Okay. This beer is not hard to chug. It's not bitter. It's not, you know, it's not anything crazy. It doesn't taste bad. So I think it's actually pretty easy to chug. So I'm going to give it a nine. I was going the exact same, nine. There's some IPAs out there that me and Austin have had and you got to sip it. <laughs> there's no way right. There's no way you're going to chug it. Right. Okay, moving on to the next one, alcohol percentage. What do we got on this guy? 7%. Based off the alcohol percentage, which is 7%, is it good enough for this beer as far as the way it tastes and stuff? You know, is it going to get you there? Is it going to get you buzzed and not taste bad still, right? Yes, yeah. I'm going to give it a 4. 
Okay. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it an eight. Like I said, it's an it's a good tasting beer. It's not bit. It's not. If you if your goal is to get buzzed off this beer, it's not gonna be hard because it tastes okay. You know, it doesn't taste gross or anything. So I like the alcohol percentage. I'll give it a nine. Okay, price. It was like nine something. Nine dollars? Jesus. Doll hairs. Doll, Doll hairs. hairs. That's gonna be nine, a four for me, bro. Nine seventy-three. So okay. That's gonna be a three for me, bro. So on price, Austin paid nine seventy-three at total wine for a six pack. I paid ten sixty for a six pack. Jeez. Which yeah, which I think is average. I feel like Axis is a little bit more. I feel like it's I think it's like fourteen ninety nine or something like an HEB or something. Yeah. So for the price, for the alcohol percentage, for the taste, for everything about it, I'm gonna give it. I'll give it an eight. It's not. It's not out. It's not outrageous. Yeah, I agree. I'm gonna give it a nine. Decent price for the beer. Okay. Next category here. Last category is: Would you buy this beer at a bar? Cassie, if there was nothing else to drink. And you just wanted, you know, to fit in. You're at a you're at a social event, and all they had this, all the only thing they had was this. Would you buy this at the bar? Would you drink water? I'm gonna give that a two. I would drink the water. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't have a problem buying this at the bar. I'll get a ten. It's fun. It looks fun. Tastes good. I'm sure it'll. You know, you can probably show this beer off, right? Uh. Yes. I would also give it a ten. I would full on buy this beer at a bar. Gross. I have no. Yeah. I think it's fine. I have no issues with that. All right. So, out of all the categories we just went to, went through, out of eighty points, I scored it out of forty-four. Cassie thirty-one. Austin fifty-nine, which translates to fifty-five percent for me, thirty-eight point seventy-five for Cass, and seventy-three point seventy-five for Austin, which is his highest-rated beer during the segment. I think the fact that it was above average just kept getting that. High number, so yeah, it came out to seventy three for me. So Odell Brewing Company Indian Pale L IPA. Picture of an elephant bucking like a bull. They have cool gear on their website, like an elephant on a sweater, on a t shirt. All right, well that was fun. If we ever do this again, Cassie, you can pick the next one if you like, just because. I think I think she should alternate. <laughs> it shouldn't just be beer beer. It should be something she likes. Will I ever get to pick one? Uh huh. Will I ever get to pick one? Stay tuned. Oh, yeah. It's your turn, babes. <laughs> no, 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 no. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so moving on to the last segment we have here. It's Austin's... Austin's movie review. Ooh. Does that sound like something else? <laughs> movie pass? Movie <laughs> <laughs> review? <laughs> so okay. moving on to the we'll, next we'll, and last we'll segment it. here. Keep moving on in. to the... <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the last segment we have planned for you guys in this oldie but goodie round we're going through. We're going to move on to Austin's movie review, which used to be the movie pass minute review, which turned into the AMC at one point minute review, maybe. <laughs> Austin I'm just sure like go back to AMC. Austin just likes reviewing movies, so we're going to actually just take a listen here. What do you got for us? So I watched the Netflix special or the Netflix documentary, Abducted in Plain Sight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Directed by Sky Boardman, and it stars the actual people that went through this abduction. Um, right now, on the Rotten Tomatoes, critics have it at a 73%. So I, I assume people are 
enjoying the documentary. But basically just tells the tale of this daughter in a family of three girls that was abducted not once but twice and how this friend of the family preyed on them, manipulated them, and worked the system to where he had the girl believing in a bunch of crazy things and thinking that it was okay that she was being abducted and molested and going through all this stuff. Um, I know it's, it came out on Netflix back on May 26, 2017 was the release date. That might have just been the wide release. That might not have been on Netflix. But anyways, recently it's been exploding on social media, so we decided to watch it. And I think it's a pretty good documentary. I've seen better ones, but the fact that they were able to interview the family members that went through this, some of the law enforcement, some of the family member or a family member of the accused and charged person, I think shows a pretty good perspective of what went on during this time. Overall, it's pretty mind-blowing what went on and what the person was able to convince these people to do and to say and to believe. So overall, again, I've seen better documentaries, but I've seen worse ones. And I really enjoyed this one. I thought it was a cut above the other ones. So I give it 8 out of 10. That's still pretty high. So I watched it, and it was actually not bad. It was actually it kept me glued to what I was watching. It was really good and interesting and it baffled me how stupid the parents were. Like So I haven't seen it. I have no idea what happens. Austin said we're gonna watch it together and then he watched it without me. <laughs> so No, yeah. but I mean what like Austin described it, I mean in a nutshell, this twelve year old girl was being brainwashed in a sense by this forty year old guy to making her think that he made her think that she couldn't, that she loved him. That's the, the basic ver like the basic version of it. But he convinced her that she was abducted by aliens, and that she needed to procreate with him, or else the aliens were going to come back and destroy the world, and make her sister blind, and kill her dad, remove her dad from the family, and vaporize her. And so. I, I posted this on my Facebook, but it was just, it's mind-boggling. Not that the girl can believe it. I mean, she, everyone's a victim. Most of these people are victims in this. And she, obviously, the utmost victim in this, the pinnacle victim. But it's not surprising that he could make her believe this. She's a young girl. She's drugged. I mean, if anyone's been, had had a surgery where you're coming out of it, come, going into it, you don't know where you're at. You don't know what's going on. Imagine if you're a young person and that's happening and you hear like this intercom and see lights and you think it's aliens. Like that's not a a crazy jump. But the mind boggling part is that everyone else fell for his lies and was manipulated by it. Like the, everyone else fell in line and just let it happen. There, there's so many adults like, again, I understand she fell for it, but there's so many adults in the, her story that should have stopped it, should have said something. I mean, uh, frankly, like they should have done something, and not just adults, but systems, justice system, lawyers, uh, judges, police. There are so many people that could have stopped this before it even escalated to the point where 
she was abused, and yet, no. That's what I'm saying. Like, the parents, the parents are the ones that I would start with are the first dumbasses. And then there's a, there's a whole line of dumbasses probably in this whole documentary. But, it, like, dude, I had to stop and think for a second. Is this fake? Like, I thought they were making a fake documentary for how dumb some of these decisions were. I, I don't know. I, don't, I, f- I, I mean, just felt like they were just, just really dumb. It starts off innocent enough where... Right. I, I do agree you, with Okay, that. yes. You can believe this person is a pedophile and likes a little girl. I understand that. That happens. There are people like that, right? I, I get that. But then it goes to... Okay, he wants to manipulate... Now, because he wants to uh, molest a girl, he wants to manipulate the family. Okay, I get that. I understand that. He starts with the wife, and she's attracted to him. Okay, I get that. Then it goes to the husband, and that, I'm like, yeah. okay... That's what I'm saying. Like, at some point, at some point, it was, like, unbelievable. But at the same time, I mean, I guess it, because we're not... In that situation, just, in that time? In that time. And because, I mean... We're not homosexual. If the father was or was when he was younger, maybe it plays into that. And then he does what he does. So I'm like, okay. But then, yeah, it just continues to escalate to where at one point the parents could have stopped it. But they were afraid that what they did was going to get out. And so they didn't. And so that's where I feel like the lines drawn were like your responsibility should have been to protect your daughter. You did what you did. You're a grown person. Yeah, you shouldn't have slept with the, with him. Or yeah, you shouldn't have masturbated him. But you're a grown person and you did that. Fine. There's nothing illegal there. That's fine. I mean, I guess it is because they were married. But whatever. But you still have the responsibility to your child to protect them. And you were more, more worried about your own ass not getting that out into the papers than protecting your own child. Where it was like, come on, really? The part that had me... Again, spoilers for anyone who hasn't watched it. It's actually really good, and you should still watch it. But the part that had me like, what the hell, what the F, was when he admitted to... I think the fact that he was open about everything made them confused. The fa- So he acknowledged the fact that he has a problem with being a pedophile. He went to a counselor or a psychiatrist, sought help. The psychiatrist or psychologist, whoever this person was... First of all, I wasn't licensed, remember? Right. Yeah, they, but, they got taken away. Right. But the advice and the the diagnosis and the prescription he gave to this this pedophile was he made him some sort of uh, recordings and he wanted the parents to allow the pedophile to lie down next to the girl at night while she slept and listen to these sick recordings as far as... As part of his therapy. As part of his therapy. And the parents were okay with that. That's the part where I'm like, what? Like, are you stupid? <laughs> so, I, I don't that know. The, I, how I, is that the answer? I exactly. get back in the day, it was like a, the healthcare system has changed. Back in the day, doctors were God. Their word meant they were infallible. So maybe hearing this, I guess. But even then, I would still say no. Like, we're going to go against what the doctor's saying. <laughs> That's what I, I'm saying. I don't know. But then I remember the, 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 the father was talking as the documentary was going on. And he's like, I didn't even, we didn't even know what a pedophile was. It was kind of like a new concept back then. I don't know if, the, I don't know if you remember that. I remember if I'm making that up. 
It wasn't the father. It was the not the FBI agent. Okay, maybe I heard somebody say like you know we didn't know what a pedophile was, so I'm pretty sure the general public didn't quite understand. Yeah, they just called him like they said ran, uh, normal terms like creeper. I forgot what it, it was. Something like where not anyone can be that, but like so and so is weird. Like we're gonna call him this. Yeah. They didn't understand the actual term pedophile. But even the pedophile's brother knew that he liked young girls. Yeah. Yeah. He like, was, yeah and he, he had been calling it before. He brought up an instance of what happened when the, the gentleman who's in question was an, was younger. And then for all these people, they, they all hide behind like the church. Because even when all this came out, everyone at church was like, in the church they go to, Oh, you know, you can't do that. You know, he probably doesn't do that. You know, like he's a man, like, you know, he, he comes to church. Like, he can't, he can't be like that. Like, I'm like, oh my goodness. You can't, you can't buy into that. You got to watch it. Whoever hasn't watched it, it's good. It's a little, unbe- again, for me at some points it was unbelievable, but it's true. It's a true story. And there is an ending. It's just so strange how they were manipulated and it played right into the guy's hands. And how he got away with it for so long. I don't know. Those type of stories make me really sad. You just wish that doesn't ever happen to anybody. And I know it does. It happens every day. But it's just one of those things where it's sad. And yes, for the person. But also that all of these. Nothing could. It didn't get caught. Like it just kept falling through the cracks. Falling and falling. When something like that happens. Right. Yeah. So if anybody hasn't seen that. Uh documentary go ahead and take a look at it it's not bad at all it's really good it's one whole clip a lot of these documentaries are like episodes this is one whole what over an hour and a half yeah hour and 20 hour 30 maybe all right yeah so check it out it's edited very well very very well edited so coming rounding this thing out uh, i did say earlier that i wanted to share with everybody just some stats about the podcast this past year Again, we're excited about this. I don't know if these numbers are good or not. I don't think they might not be, I guess. But for our first year, I think we're excited. The total number of downloads we had from last February to today, which is the 12th of February, uh, so a little under a year, we've had 7,688 downloads. So that's an average of 640 downloads a month. On a personal goal, over 7,500 downloads. It's pretty good, I think. We have to, I guess, take the benefit of the doubt, right? We were heard at least 7,500 times. Over 7,500 times. Maybe. Maybe. And then this <laughs> site that we use, uh, that we used to use, breaks it down by country. So Aust- we reached out to Australia, Great Britain, uh, is that New Zealand? I don't know what the, some of these abbreviations are. What's what's CN? Oh, China. We, re- we reached out to China. So our mm-hmm. podcast was actually, uh, what do you call it, went global to, to different countries. There's actually a lot more countries here. I just don't have time to Google all the abbreviations, but I think that's cool. Austin, what was your take on the downloads? I will say it's a lot more than I thought there would be. You know, I thought maybe like 10 people and we've had, what, 30 something episodes. So let's say 300, 500. Yeah. <laughs> Round up, you know, like, so yeah, that's more than what I thought. Yeah. I mean, I didn't have anything to compare it to either. So I don't know. Um, I'm sure we want it to be more, but it's only our first year. And again, like we said at the beginning, we're still finding our identity. But it is cool that we had those X amount of people listen and download and not just from this country. Yeah, the global part really surprised me. 
But let's find out, I guess, how many people really do listen to this thing. We wanted to do a one-year giveaway to uh, to any to all our listeners, whoever was listening. Uh, there's a, a simple steps that you have to do, and we're gonna go over that right now. So we are giving away thirty dollar gift card for the Third Life Crisis one year anniversary. Happy birthday to us! We have ten gift cards that we'll put up on a wheel <laughs> that will spin digitally. <laughs> <laughs> and so you can be entered to win a $30 Lowe's card, Target, At Home, Best Buy, Amazon, Total Wine, Starbucks, Fandango, Ikea, or Outback. We chose these because we figured these are all uh, staples in anyone going through a third life crisis. So, to be entered into win one of the gift cards, create a post, mention us. We are at Third Life Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Tell us happy birthday for our one-year anniversary, and then use the hashtag Third Lifer, 3-R-D-L-I-F-E-R, to be entered to win one of these 10 e-gift cards. Yeah, so go ahead and uh, do the damn thing. And so, next episode, we are. when do we select our winner so you have till the end of february so when this posts on february 18th you'll have 10 full days to enter in and at the end of february 28th is when we'll draw the winner and we'll announce it on the podcast and we'll right? do it or what? and we'll do a digital spin we'll do a digital spin which, which we we'll have record. a site to do that we'll record post it on so you can see what you actually land on and we'll let you know who won can the listeners um, enter more than once? Yeah. So if you enter, if you mention us on Twitter and you mention us on Facebook with the requirements as far as telling us happy birthday, our social media handle and the hashtag 3RD Lifer, third lifer. Uh, if you do it on both, you'll be entered twice. So better chance to win. The winner will be picked on February 28th at the end of the day. And we'll reach out to the winner to let them know what they've won on March 1st. And then we'll mention them again in the podcast episode when we record that following week and again to enter in all you have to do is mention us on facebook or twitter so at third life podcast tell us happy birthday happy anniversary congratulate us all that good stuff and make sure to use the hashtag third lifer three r-d-l-i-f-e-r to be entered into win one of the gift cards yeah we'll be on the lookout for that but uh I think it's time to bring this episode to an end. Thank you guys for sticking around. Thank you guys for hanging out with us this past year. Welcome any new listeners. We're going to keep doing this. We're going to keep going. We hope you guys have a good week, and we will see you guys later. Take care. Bye. Later. Moving on to the next topic segment here. It's an oldie book goodie. It is drink. 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 <laughs> Son of a Okay, what what am I? I thought You're drunk. I was drunk. You're hammered. Okay. okay, drunk. Drink. Drink. Drunk. <laughs>